it's easy to miss in this very powerful portion of Luke's gospel how Jesus' ministry with the poor, the blind, the oppressed, the prisoner was first and foremost a ministry of words. Jesus was anointed to bring good news, to proclaim release, sight, freedom. And of course, before it was all said and done, he would do all of those things, but he began his ministry by talking, by preaching, by proclaiming. He went from place to place telling the people what God had done, what God was doing, what God would do. And this proclamation was so powerful that Luke himself was one of the people who gathered up all that he had heard and then told other people, hoping that they would tell others and they would tell others and they would tell others until everybody in the whole world would hear the good news of Jesus Christ. And that's the way it works, isn't it? I mean, as crazy as that scheme sounds, that's how it works. Let's admit that all of us who have come to faith are in this place because someone told someone else who told us. Maybe it was a parent who told you when you were very, very little about this man named Jesus who loved you. Or maybe it was someone who simply said, hey, you want to come to church with me? Or bless you? Or can I pray for you? But whatever it was, it was something that touched your heart. Someone told someone who told someone else who told you, and your whole life was changed. And that's the way it's been working for more than 2,000 years, right? That's the reason that a Galilean who spent his entire life in a country no bigger than the state of New Jersey is now known around the world because people talk. People talk and things get around. People talk and lives are changed. People talk and God is glorified. Now there's a very old word for this that so far I've been avoiding because it freaks some people out and sends them running to the hills, and I bet you know what that word is. It's evangelism. Evangelism. Are you getting that bad feeling in the pit of your stomach when I say that? Evangelism. Well, if it's not bothering you, perhaps that's because you've never been a young person who sat in a sweaty tent on a Saturday night with a traveling preacher up front screaming and shouting and pounding on the podium and pointing and accusing and threatening people to come up and get right with Jesus right now or else. I've been that person. It can do something to you. When I found out that that guy was an evangelist, I prayed I would never have to talk to one or even get up close to one. And I guess my trauma with that ran deep because when I first began preaching many, many years ago, a woman said to me, you know, Holly, I think you might be an evangelical preacher. And I said, I am not, as if I had been accused of armed assault. But she said, well, that's a compliment. An evangelist is simply a person who shares good news. And I said, oh, okay. I like that. An evangelist is one who proclaims the good news. Friends, Jesus 
was an evangelist. And because we are his disciples, those who are called to follow in his holy footsteps, guess what? That means that we are all called to be evangelists too. If you're getting that bad feeling in the pit of your stomach, hear me. Sharing the good news does not have to be as painful as shouting at people in a sweaty tent or shouting at people through a bullhorn or holding up a cardboard sign that says John 3.16 while wearing a rainbow wig at the Super Bowl or pounding your friends and neighbors over the head with the Bible so hard that then when they see you coming, they run the other direction. It doesn't have to be scary like that. You know, some years ago, my husband and I went to see Chris Bodie in concert at the Verizon Theater in Grand Prairie. That's up by Dallas, if you don't know. And if you've never heard of Chris Bodie, that's not that surprising. Um, he's one of the world's greatest jazz trumpeters, and he is one of my favorite musicians. Um, unfortunately, because not everybody is in the jazz trumpet, he's not that well-known, but I love him. I try to see him every time he comes to town, and in fact, I saw him not that long ago. He was here in San Antonio at the Tobin, but I digress. When my husband and I went to the concert in Grand Prairie, we were sitting in our seats getting ready for the show to start when I heard someone calling my name. Holly, Holly, Holly. I looked around. Down the row from me are sitting our neighbors, Chris and Michelle. I looked at them and I said, I didn't know you like Chris Bodie. And Michelle said, oh, we love him. He's the best. We never miss him. And I said, I knew there was a reason that I liked you. Friends, I'd known them for years. I had no idea they liked Chris Bodie. Well, then for the rest of the concert, anytime there was a really good solo or something, Michelle would look down at me and give me that look like, isn't this awesome? And then we give each other the thumbs up. My point is that you never know when someone is interested in the same thing you are interested in. My friends, that, that neighbor, that coworker, that soccer parent might be very interested in talking about Jesus. They just need somebody to open the conversation and share with them. You see, being an evangelist, it doesn't mean being a pest. And it doesn't have to be hard. And it doesn't have to be frightening. It's just talking, sharing what you know about the good news. So, who do you know in your life who needs to hear the good news of Jesus Christ? We all know people like that. Friends, you can be the one who shares. You don't have to have a seminary degree. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to say everything perfectly. Just talk. Just share. Because, friends, when people talk, word gets around. When people talk, lives are changed. When people talk, hearts are made whole. When people talk, God is glorified. Will you pray with me? Loving God, we give you thanks for the good news. And Lord, we ask that 
you would give us the boldness and the courage to talk, to share what we know, to be evangelists, so that all the world may come to know the love of Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Amen.